Hashem had a wish. Hashem had a desire, the Zerah says, to live in the worlds below. Now the statement itself needs clarification, because they're definitely at the point where Hashem had not yet created the world, and even after, when Hashem had created the world, there are no worlds below. In fact, there is no below. Hashem fills every single spot equally. There is no top, bottom, there is no sides, and definitely at the point where Hashem had not yet created even the beginning of the of what would eventually be considered a world, there was no below. So the word below needs some clarification. And we need to understand how it came about. To create a below, Hashem created Malchus, kingship. A king needs to have a nation. The nation needs to be below the king. The king needs to distance himself from the nation. Otherwise, if he's just one of the folk, he doesn't have any authority over them, they don't respect him, and he's not a king. To be a king, the whole point of a king is how he has a crown, he sits on a throne, he's regaled, he is uh, given lots of money, and whatever people respect, they shower him with it, and he stands above them all. So there must be distance between the king and the nation. That's Malchus. Malchus is where Hashem creates the idea that there's distance, or there's top and bottom, or there's distance um, between one level and the next. Malchus is where we see the beginning of one step following the next. There can be um, an extension where you would see the beginning and an end. Otherwise, Hashem fills every spot. And in Malchus, we have what we call Mamalik which is the gradual procedure or the gradual procession of what follows what. So, just like it is in the body, we have some spaces that have where the life invests itself more. We see much more energy in the head than we do in the fingernail. And there are lots of places in between the energy of the brain and the energy of the fingernail. It's a procession. It's it's a step by step progression, um, and that's what happens in order to create the world. So there are worlds in which the, for example, where the malachim live in Bria, where there's so much more energy of Hashem invested, in, and therefore it's a much higher level. We call that higher. We here down here have a much l- lesser degree of energy. Um, or at least we are aware of a lot less energy around us, because Malaklaman has hidden all that from us. In fact, that's the, that's, that's the exact idea of doing a bracha, of making a bracha. We say baruch ata, the word baruch means that we're trying to draw down energy from above Malaklaman, above this gradual progression where the energy decreases um, piece by piece, into Malaklaman itself, so that the the uh, the great energy of Hashem can and be invested in the world around us, um, and ha- doesn't have to be so hidden. Only only a yid, only a, a Jew, can really accomplish such a goal. Um, the pasuk calls us Eretz uh, Chefetz. The pasuk calls us the land. Now the land has something very interesting happens. In the land, the power of growth, the idea that one thing can come, uh, one small thing can become bigger, happens from the the power of growth that's invested inside the land. Now you take a seed, which has no flavor, it has no smell, it has, really it has nothing to it except for the fact that something can come from it. It has the power of potential. Because hidden inside that seed is of course the DNA that will produce eventually when 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 inserted and planted into the earth, it will produce a tree that gives us so much benefit, and never mind all the delicious uh, and, and uh, nutritious benefits that we get from the tree, even the wood itself is beneficial. All that somehow is hidden deep inside the seed, but you can't see it. It's so distant from the tree that you wouldn't, if you if you hadn't ever seen the idea of, of growth from, coming from the ground, you would never imagine that the two are even related. 
And in fact, that's how it works in the world. And Malchus has that same quality that the Yudin have. So Malchus has the ability to create a physical object. Now, physical objects are so far removed from the spiritual energy that they came from, it's almost like the seed in the tree. But hiding inside that physical object, the DNA of that physical object, hiding inside what Malchus creates, is the desire that Hashem had to create. And that desire is deep, deep inside the psyche of a person, and so too it comes from deep, deep inside Hashem. So there's a connection between the end of the line and all the way to the beginning. Hiding inside that tree, uh, hiding inside that seed is the whole tree, and hiding inside that physical object, you can find the actual um, energy of Hashem. And it's the same with the Yid himself, because um, the Yid has the potential down here his, in, in the physical world, he has the potential to produce that power of growth that the seed uh, that comes from the seed. So both Malchus and the Yid, uh, well, you know, if you take that, uh, the ground, the, the earth itself does produce things on its own, but you don't have, um, in, in the wilderness, you don't get the delicious fruits of apples unless they're actually planted with the seed or the farmer plants them in. But you do get growth, but those, but that growth won't give you the taste and flavor and great benefits that you would get from an orchard. Um, and so too, in a desert, the, the, the other nations are called the, the, the nations of the desert, the nations of the Midbar, you really don't get anything because even if you plant the seed, the, the earth over there, or at least the, the, the climate, doesn't allow for any potential, uh, for any growth or any potential to, to be produced from the seed. So even though you have the seed, you have the physical object, in order to find the energy that's invested inside that physical object, you need to have the right climate and the right farmer, the right situation, and that's where the Yid comes into play. He is the one who... Even though he's down here, he is he he draws his connection all the way from the highest levels, and um, he's the one who can find within Malchus the DNA of Malchus. He can find that that desire that Hashem invested into Malchus by saying, "I need to create a place where I can have distance, so I can have a world below." And that's where you find the will of Hashem, and the will is, is deep inside him. And this is, in fact, what happens every single Rosh Hashanah when the Yid takes all these mitzvahs and takes all this energy. Well, on Rosh Hashanah, at the end of the year. It's the end of the line, and all that energy that Hashem invested into the world last year so to create the world. Um, of course, Hashem creates the world every single day from new, but in Rosh Hashanah, He invests, he, he decides what energy will be invested into the world this year. And as we come to the end of the year, last year's energy is, is it, it comes to an end, and we need to now draw a new form of energy from Hashem. So we need to... Um, we need to draw into this physical world, a world where everything is hidden, where all the energy is hidden, and you have no, you have no, um, at least the world looks like it doesn't have any potential for energy, it doesn't have that investment of Hashem's energy, and the Yid now needs to do his job and draw that energy down from, and, and in other words, plant that seed so that now all that potential in the physicality will come out. And of course, as we come to the king, um, we know that we have our inadequacies, um, and we're not really fit to stand in front of the king, so we can't really inspire the king or influence the king in any way. The king is way, our king, the Melech Malachim Lachim, the king of all kings, is is way too removed from being impressed by us. But he did give us the tool to make this happen. Um, and the Pasuk says, artists when you will come to the land. So again, we're talking about the land and the analogy of how the land produces the potential of the of, of 
of the seed, which was the physical world, the seed being uh, the physical world being so far removed from the spiritual energy, like the seed is so far removed from the from the growth of or um, from the um, the seed is so far removed from the tree, like the physical energy is so far removed from the spiritual energy that is produced that is brought down through the physical mitzvah, through the mitzvah done with a physical object. So those two things together. Um, when we say it's when you come to the land, in other words, when you come to that physical object and try to draw down that uh, spiritual energy into that physical object, so now you need to get to work. You do have work you can do because there are emotions that you can and, and energies that you can and you can draw down and inspire through your work. You can contemplate throughout your davening. You can contemplate Hashem and the miracles that He does for us and how great He is. And every time you contemplate something, every time you think of something, it will lead to emotion and it will lead to love and it will lead to fear and it will lead to it will lead to uh, humility it will lead to awe all of these things will draw an emotion that comes from that comes from deep inside your heart and when Hashem sees that love that fear those emotions that connection up towards him he then mirrors that back by giving by blessing us with spiritual energy that comes from way above anything we can draw down that's what happens in Rosh Hashanah we try to reach out to our king in any way we can, and try to inspire him. Um, well, inspire might be, not be the right word, but try to draw down Hashem's energy into the world where it was all so hidden, and it looks only like a physical, uh, a physical world. It's just the mirage of what it really, truly is. Just like the seed hides inside it, the potential for all the growth. The physical world hides inside it, the potential for even. Um, Hashem's the depths of Hashem's essence itself, and that happens in Rosh Hashanah when we. Um, do everything we can. Hashem just mirrors our emotions back and and uh, fills um, fills matches up our emotions with his emotions with his energy that comes from deep inside his emotional place. And then the world is once again imbued with his energy, um, f- which fills the world with all kinds of blessings and exhibitive simatayva.